everyone. Welcome back to Here for the Booze. I know that I started out by saying I'm not going to worry about making it perfect. I'm just going to go ahead and make content. And then I made one episode and got stuck in my head. So sorry about that. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and run with another one of my stories today. Um, Largely because I'm still trying to work out how I want to format this. Seems like information I should have already had. And yet, here we are. So, (laughs) I'm going to be talking about the time I went to Colorado and I stayed at the Stanley Hotel. Which, if you are not familiar, you may also refer to it as the Overlook or the Hotel from The Shining. Now, this isn't where it was filmed. This is where The Shining was written. And... It is a famously haunted hotel. It's really cool. It's up in the mountains. I had no idea I was going to stay there. So listen in for that. So a couple of years ago, one of my very best friends was getting married. And so I flew out to Colorado to be part of the wedding party. Um, while I was there, I was also going to be doing hair and makeup for, uh, the bridesmaids because that's technically my actual job, (laughs) my hairdresser. And as part of my payment, the girls were booking my hotel room at the Stanley for me. So I knew where we were staying, but I hadn't looked into it because I really hadn't had much of a reason to. I didn't have to drive there. I wasn't paying for it. No, nothing. So here we are in our little caravan of little cars and we're driving through this tiny town and it is so cute. I mean, it's just, it looks like something off of a postcard. It's so cute. There's mountains everywhere. There's these little shops with these little cute storefronts and there was even this old man like pulling taffy. It was insane. And as I'm looking at all of this and soaking it all up, we like hang a sharp right and (laughs) head what feels like straight up towards straight up this mountain. So as we are getting closer and closer to the hotel, I, I just start having this weird feeling and I can't pinpoint it. And then I see the hotel and, and I, I just couldn't tell you what was going on. And so I did a quick Google of the hotel and turns out that is the hotel where Stephen King wrote The Shining. It's the hotel it was based off of and it is famously haunted. So I called my best friend in her car and I said, hey, were you aware that you booked us a haunted hotel for the weekend? And she says, well, yeah, but, you know, it was just the closest hotel that was nicest, nicest, and that's all. We, it's just fine. Didn't look into the story, didn't really care. Meanwhile, I am, like, beside myself. I am so stoked. Until we get to the hotel, and then I realize that because the girls booked my hotel late in the game, 
I wasn't with all the other wedding guests. I was on a totally different wing of the hotel on a separate floor. Um, this is also the first time I've ever spent the night by myself. I am like a horrible um, serial monogamist <laughs> until this point. I was married and I don't think I'd ever spent the night alone, like without a friend or boyfriend, husband or child in my bed. So it was already a weird experience. Um, so <laughs> the first thing that struck me as weird and kind of made me laugh more than anything was the fact that my room was one floor below the room Stephen King has stayed in. It is like the most famously haunted room in this hotel. Um, so I was, I was almost directly beneath it if I'm remembering right. And that in and of itself was kind of enough to give me the creeps in the best way. Because I was separated from everybody else I knew, I was typically in the elevator by myself when I was going to or from the room. And I will be damned if every single time I was in that elevator, <laughs> it didn't take me to the wrong floor. It would take me to the floor with the Stephen King room. It would open the elevator doors and it was only a little bit away, a little bit down the hallway. And the first time I thought, okay, well, obviously I just hit the wrong button. No big deal. Whatever. I was more careful to hit the correct floor. I made it down to the lobby in and out. No problem. So every time after that, I made sure to really make a conscious effort to <laughs> really get it right. And every single time it took me to that same floor and it didn't matter that that wasn't the button I had pushed. The only time it didn't do that was when I had one of my friends in the or in the elevator with me. And I hadn't told her because I just wanted to see and I think ghosts have have a sense of humor and I just knew that if I told her this ghost was going to make me look like a liar and wouldn't you know it it took me directly to my floor and so when we got there I started laughing and my friend Megan had no idea what was going on and so I told her and she about jumped out of her skin um apparently my ability to typically be kind of casual in the face of a potential haunting is strange and unsettling. I don't know. I feel like in the event, I feel like in this sort of instance, like it's funny, it's not menacing or scary, it's, it's just kind of funny. So um, cut to later that night, it's the night before the wedding. So I wanted to shower and I wanted to wash my hair and make sure it was fully dry so that I could style it the next morning. And again, this is the first time I've been alone in a hotel room like this. And it was kind of scary. And of course they have like the, <laughs> the creepiest paintings everywhere, like people facing away from you that you just know as soon as you turn your back the woman in the paintings turning around to stare at you. It just, 
all of that kind of nonsense. So I didn't want to close the bathroom door because I was afraid I'd open it and find somebody on the outside. I don't know. This is just how my brain works. So I took my clothes off. I threw them in the door frame. I got in the shower. I got out, dried off, and I started blow drying my hair. I was using this wimpy little hotel blow dryer. I didn't bring my own. Um, and you know, those things kind of suck. Like they just have no real power to them. <laughs> they hardly even get hot. They take forever to use. So as I'm standing there blow drying my hair, something hits my leg and I look down and my panties have flown from the pile of clothes in the door and have hit me in the leg. And I didn't know what to do except laugh. Um, and, you know, then, of course, I tried to re rationalize it. Like, you know, first of all, I don't think this blow dryer has enough power to move my clothes. And if it had been able to do that, it would have pushed it away. It wouldn't have pulled it towards me. There's nobody in the room, the door is locked, all of that kind of nonsense. So um, I kind of stood there for a little bit looking at it and laughed and said, well, I guess I'm done drying my hair. And I went to bed. Um, the next morning, of course, everybody wanted to talk about any, any and all experience that had been had. Um, nobody really had anything to say. I had told the my one of the brides about my story and so of course she's trying to volunteer me and usually when I tell this story I edit it to say some of my clothes because I don't know why it feels extra embarrassing that I had some kind of like pervy ghost throwing my own underwear at me but it does now I'm sharing it with the world so I guess I'm gonna have to get over that right quick <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it sounds like I was really the only one who saw anything or experienced anything. And I don't know if that is, um, because I was alone so much of the time and nobody else was, I don't know if it's just because I really enjoy this kind of thing and I'm always looking for it. Um, I know that there's a billion and a half people that will be ready to tell me it didn't happen and that's why it didn't happen to anybody else either. <laughs> now, and I will fully admit, I was in Colorado, so I was definitely stoned. Um, but being stoned does not make you imagine things are hitting you from my experience. And at any rate, I looked down and this object was very clearly not where I left it. So I don't think we can use that as an excuse. Um, it's probably, probably half the reason why I was able to just go to bed afterward. Um, I don't know. I, I like ghosts. I like my stories. So that was, that was kind of it. I mean, it was exciting, but also like not super, it's not really like a lengthy story. Um, but it was really cool. It was a very cool thing to experience. They, the Stanley runs ghost tours, I think nightly. And I 
wish so bad I'd been able to catch one. It just didn't line up with everything else we had going on. Um, but it was, it was a really cool place. Um, and if I ever make it back just to visit, which I'm sure I will, uh, post pandemic, hopefully, <laughs> um, I would love to go back if for nothing else than just to take a little tour. It was really cool. The hotel is all at once gorgeous and falling apart. <laughs> and I don't know how to explain it any better than that. But it was very cool. Everybody that worked there was really wonderful. And it was it was just a really neat experience. I wish I'd had more time there to really explore. Also unrelated slightly, there were these two twin girls who I kept catching trying, <laughs> trying to dress up like the twins from The Shining and like film spooky ooky uh, scenes and people kept running into them and it was very traumatizing for said people, but the girls couldn't stop giggling. So I was very entertained. <laughs> so that is another ghost story from me to you. I don't know that it's quite as interesting as my, my initial encounter, but still fun. Still pretty cool. I think. So. Thanks for putting up with me for one more episode. I'm going to try really hard to get it together. Don't remind me that you've heard that before. Okay. <laughs> but until I see you next time, Again, this is Heather. I'm here for the booze, and I hope that you stay here with me.